Welcome to Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture. I'm Shuel Cardenas. And I'm Yvette Cruz. Thanks for joining us. So today we're going to talk a little bit about revisiting history and sort of what were you thinking. So things kind of at the past. So let's just get started on it. So a few weeks ago, I was watching Real Time with Bill Maher on HBO, and he had a very interesting last segment that he had on his show. He talked about revisiting the past and how sometimes now we're apologizing for things that happened in the past. So some of the examples that we've seen recently, uh, I forgot if it was the New York Times or the New Yorker that Molly Ringwald I think it was a New York. Was it? Okay, I might be wrong. It was one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was one of those publications where she looked back at some of her old movies, and she kind of cringed a little bit about some of the the dialogue that was going on. I mean, all of her movies were what mid eighties, and so obviously the humor was a little bit different than compared to what we see the humor now. And yeah, it made her cringe. And she was even critical of uh, the director, the late John Hughes, yeah. and some of the because he had the green light. Some of this humor, some of this, uh, the dialogue that was going on in, in these movies. And we saw also, I believe it was National Geographic a few months ago, also apologized on behalf of themselves and their history for some of their coverage that could be seen as uh, racist. And Bill's argument was he acknowledged, especially he acknowledged the Molly Ringwell one, his point was, why are we doing this? Every generation has things that happen that. Looking back on it, you know, 20 years after, we realized, okay, that wasn't that good. That was pretty bad. And he said it's pointless. So I'll just give you some of the quotes that he said. He Basically, his, to put it, like, just kind of paraphrase it, he said it's kind of pointless, and we're in the moment, and we're, we're in groupthink. We're not necessarily thinking that, okay, sometimes we're blind to the situation. We're blind to the moment. And if you think about things, some of the things that just we barely maybe opened our eyes to, quote-unquote, uh, for example, beauty pageants. Wasn't oh, it just yeah. what, a month ago that Miss America discontinued the swimsuit competition or whatever? Yeah, and I think it was funny because he mentioned that as a joke yeah. in the monologue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. And so let me just read you some of the things that uh, I was going to get some of the quotes that, that he said. So he said that every generation uh, could be called the what were you thinking generation. So some of the things that he mentioned were like amphetamines used to be a diet pill back in the 50s for for women women. yeah for women uh people used you know several drugs back in the 30s and the 20s were being used as remedies you know as medicine and another one that he said oh yeah uh, smoking in airplanes yeah did people do that i didn't know that (laughs) that was a thing i thought that was something he also said that women used to drink while pregnant drink alcohol i didn't know that was a i didn't know that either yeah yeah, and that and, makes sense now when you see all the warnings on um, like medicine, like if you're like just anything, like if you're if you're pregnant, you should not do this. And I'm like, well, duh. Right. <laughs> but I didn't know that we used to do all that stuff. I, mm. I had no idea about the, that, at least. Um, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and then some of the quotes that also he had. So he said every generation could be called what you were thinking generation. He said we're never finished evolving. So saying almost oh, like, true. you know what? Things happen in the moment in, in our generations that, yeah, we look back and we think that it's ridiculous that we actually not necessarily maybe approved it, but we tolerated it. And uh, my favorite line was that he had said and during his monologue, he said, no matter how woke you think you are, you're tolerating things right now that will make you cringe in 25 years. So with this topic in mind, uh, Yvette, kind of just off the bat, first off, what are your thoughts on like going back and revisiting history and... Like just the idea of even apologizing for history, apologizing for something that the argument could be made, you don't know it's bad in the moment. So 
why should somebody from a different generation come back and apologize for something that that person or that group of people in the moment didn't realize was bad? If that makes sense. Sort of. (laughs) So you're saying that why should someone like... Why should like National Geographic apologize for something that's... Yes, we acknowledge that obviously some sort any kind of racism is bad, but... You know, back in whenever, you know, maybe it wasn't seen or wasn't felt as strong as mm-hmm. as it should have. So I think with certain situations, certain situations, it, an apology isn't always necessary because, like you said, you weren't. It's not like you knew you were doing harm in the moment, maybe. But I think it shows something, you know, to recognize it and kind of put a stop to it at some point. So maybe with National Geographic, they just kind of realized okay, maybe we should say something now with everything going on. And and why not? I mean, I don't think if if they don't apologize, would you still hold them accountable in the same way? Uh, Not really, because I think it doesn't, the counter argument, and I'm not saying that I agree with this, but I'm just playing devil's advocate, is what does the apology matter? Like, what's the point of it? Like, it's meaningless. I think it's, but it could also be the intent. But the intent for some people is just meaning. Okay, so have you ever, like, let's just like go personal now. Have you ever apologized for something that you thought was meaningless or was there intent to your apology? No, there's intent to the apology. So maybe that's, maybe that like, but that could be the argument. Yeah. But I mean, I I think it's, it's still like a representation of like a name, like an, like about say whether it's a name, whether it's a company, whether it's a person like with Molly Ringwald and her, like she talked about in in the, it was was a New Yorker. She talked about how she watched uh, some of her old movies. I think she watched the breakfast club with her daughter and she kind of, realized a lot of things that she didn't realize back in the day but because of the me too movement going on right now so some of that stuff definitely made her cringe and she kind of thought like how how is this okay and how did someone like john hughes who had such a beautiful mind and could write so you know amazingly um how could he have this blind spot and so i mean and he's you know he can't defend us <laughs> yeah, on what Bill Maher said. Yeah, he can't like um so we don't know um but but i think it's just realizing it like i i think even in like our personal lives like i look back and there's certain things that like you said the what were you thinking thing i look back and i there's so many things that i say like what was i thinking mm. and some of the things i may be able to apologize for some of the things i can't um, but I think it's the intent. I think it's like the fact that you are aware now of the fact that you were wrong. So as a generation with certain things, we're now aware of how we were wrong and maybe not in the moment. Um, but, th- but that's part of evolving. And mm-hmm. like Bill Maher said, like we're never finished evolving. So that's part of it. So I don't think it's, I, I guess it could be, the argument could be made that it's meaningless, but not so much. Maybe for some people, maybe to one person that apology matters or for that, for one person that like the taking back of an action at least like sort of matters. And so I don't know, maybe that, that um, it could help at least one person. And I feel like that, that makes a little bit of a difference. I don't know. Is there um, like, is there anything that you look back on? Like, like in our um, just in like things that you do or things that you like, even like fashion choices, like things that you wore that you're kind of like, what was I thinking? That was a big part of his the humor yeah, like that he brought. The whole like was that like eighties fashion? Eighties fashion. Yeah, that he um, and and I look at it too. Like I think about like when I was growing up and I was watching Saved by the Bell and I was watching reruns because I mm-hmm. think it was on like early eighties and and like I looked at some of the stuff and I thought, oh, that's cool. And I looked at other stuff and I was like, what yeah. are they wearing? Yeah. And the same thing, the argument could be made for us too. Like we're where from you know like I'm a '90s baby, um, but even like in the 2000s, like probably yeah. like now in 2018. Like, think about it. Like, would anybody nowadays walk around with a big like 2XL white shirt 
with like really baggy pants. Like I'm talking now early two thousands, at least for guys' fashion. Yeah. You know, was that and get the silver chain or the or the fake gold chain? I think so. And, yeah. <laughs> I think depending on where you are. <laughs> oh, that, it could be regional. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, but that was yeah. But people, maybe kids nowadays, maybe the younger, the Gen Gen Y, yeah. Gen Z, or whatever they're called. Right. Maybe they see that. I'm like, what were you guys thinking? Like right. back in. 2000 and, and yeah. all this stuff. Like even in my, like, I'll think about like my wardrobe or like like certain beauty trends and I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh. Like that was like <laughs> crimping hair. Like crimping hair was a thing and mm. I take that back <laughs> so much. Um, but at the time, like, I, I guess I can't really apologize for it because I was I was in the right at the time or like right. a lot of us were in the right at the time. And obviously these are just like, these. this is more like light spirited. Like this is, right. these are fashion choices. But like this got me thinking, think about the music that you listen to or listen to i've heard um i've i've listened to some stuff like uh, songs that i had listened to when i was like let's say 13 um and i'm like Mm -hmm. i should not have been (laughs) listening to that when i was 13 because i had no idea what it was talking about and and now i know and i'm just kind of like what but i don't exactly take it back because that was that's what was you know that's what i liked at the time and in some sense that's what i like now um i like i like i like a lot of hip-hop i like some rap i like some songs or some some types of music that i guess could be considered questionable to some people and and i don't like like i love i love reggaeton um but I'm not like here like, oh, yes, I like I don't tell people, yeah, I love um, music with misogynistic lyrics. Like right. I don't tell people that because that's not how I feel. Yeah. But when I listen to some of the stuff, yeah, I guess I could think back and be like, oh, OK, but yeah, like, <laughs> but it's and, not like. Yeah. And, and now you mentioned something like obviously we're, we we can talk something about like the, the more serious kind of issues, but I'm going to focus more on just kind of more of the lighthearted ones that you had to mention when it comes to like, for example, music. So you mentioned misogynistic uh, themes in music. I think, and uh, Bill mentions it at the end here, where he says that you're tolerating something right now that in 25 years, yeah. you're probably going to look back and cringe. When I was, when we're kind of thinking about this, that was one of the first things that I thought music. about is the music, because I think that, you know, Lord willing, in 25 years, if I let, if I have kids and I show, and I let them hear this music, I might be embarrassed because yeah, a lot of the music, I'm, I'm a rap fan as well. Uh-huh. A lot of it is misogynistic and, and it's embarrassing now okay. just even looking at it. And yeah. even now as, as somebody in their mid thirties looking back and I'm just like, why am I even you know, like listening to it? I like the beats. Don't get yeah. me wrong. That's right. one of the things that I like, but some of the verbiage of it is very questionable. And I don't think, I think I would be embarrassed in 25 years when I'm in my fifties to to have maybe my kids listen to this and be like, yeah, that's that's what I used but, to. But I'm but then again, but did didn't you listen to that when you were a kid? Like let's say twenty five years ago, were you not listening to music like that? Right. So and what just would like, change from now to twenty five years from now? I think it's just because you want to set a better example to. Okay. Obviously, you want to set a better example. Any parent, any any good parent wants yeah. to set a better example to their kids. And and but you know what? They might be listening to stuff that's maybe worse. Who knows? True. Yeah. So you just so you know yeah, and just like you, like when I was younger, I was probably listening to music that yeah that yeah. probably shouldn't have been listening to now. And it's weird just how things just kind of go roller coaster up and down because we listen to it and we shouldn't have. Then you listen to it and you really like it. And now you're beginning to question, oh, that might be something I might look back and not like in 25 years. But I'm still going to listen to some of it. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That's yeah, because the- I think it doesn't – It doesn't. I mean, for some people it may change who you are as a person, but I don't think it changes everybody as long as you're aware yeah. of 
reality and entertainment. Yeah. So I think he even mentioned like TV shows and like movies and yeah. obviously like with like the whole Mar- Molly Ring- Ringwald thing. And I- I've never watched Friends. I think he did mention Friends. Yeah, he mentioned Friends. Um, I, ha- I know a lot of people who watch Friends, but he says even some of the jokes, the, the jokes right. made on the show are sexist and transphobic. And, yeah. um, and I-, I don't know if. And that's something that I wanted to actually ask you and get your opinion on. So there have been other comedians and celebrities that have talked about how even our humor has kind of changed mm-hmm. and how we're looking back at shows like he had mentioned that friends, how we look back at it. And some people, especially maybe the younger generation might think like, why are you guys laughing at that? That's c- clearly sexist or that's clearly uh-huh. somewhat racist or, or, or anything. Or that's just following a stereotype. What are your thoughts on kind of going back and just, but should we not watch these shows? I mean, I personally, I don't think so. I think we should continue watching the shows. I mean, knowing in the context, you're knowing that, okay, this show was in 1997 or whatever yeah. Friends came out. The humor, you know, was different. Obviously, there's something clearly racist. I don't even think it would even go on air. So I'm not worried about that. But I don't know. I'm just taking it knowing that, okay, this is a show from 1997. And this is going to be a little different. Yeah. Am I right or am I wrong? Or how do you feel about all this? Um, I think it's ugh, it's it's hard because I think it de- and like yeah, I think it does. I think it depends because... Like like I said, I think we should be smart enough to know the difference between reality and entertainment. And the point with entertainment is that it's not reality. I mean, when you go to a movie and there's a happy ending, like, yeah, OK, maybe that could happen. But it like it might not. And we, we have to know that. But the point is we're going to a movie to escape reality. So when you're watching TV shows, in a sense, you're also kind of escaping reality unless you're watching reality TV. But there's another argument for the fact that that might not even be reality. Right. So. And, and and I enjoy a good, um, like a drama. I enjoy a good show that could very, like that does mirror reality and that is very realistic. But I also enjoy a comedy that there's like, there's stuff to laugh at. And, and I mean, with comedians, and I've heard this before from like comedians who speak out and say, you know, we're not making, we make fun of everybody. Like nobody is safe. And that's just the point of being a comedian. Like when you roast somebody, like yeah. you're you're you know why it's happening. Like you're not just attacking people. <laughs> right. um, but I know some people are very against that, and it's you know in in the day and age that we are now with a lot of things going on and a lot of social issues. Um, it's, it's, it's it's tough. It is because I just think of Jerry Seinfeld said on one of his episodes of Comedians and Cars getting getting coffee. He said. Isn't it ironic kind of how now college, which used to be the place where you go to to have free mind thinking, just like open your mind up and just, you know, your independence. Now it's turned into the opposite. Now you're not independent. Now everybody's got to be the same. Uh, everybody's got to be in the sense of like you can't you can't make fun of anybody. And I'm now when he mean, when he means by like making fun of anybody, obviously not picking on somebody, but like telling a joke. Like he's yeah. that's what that's what he's saying. But then again, he's an older gentleman, so he comes from a different generation. Yeah. So a part of me understands what he's trying to say that like, yeah, now everybody's a little bit too, quote unquote, sensitive or maybe too, quote unquote, insert whatever you want to call phrase there. But maybe just like they're trying to be too cautious. Yeah. I think we hear that a lot. And I hear we hear that a lot that with that stereotype of millennials. And how yeah. they're just too "quote unquote" sensitive or or whatnot. Well, a lot of people would also argue that a lot of a lot more people are more "quote unquote" woke now. Yeah. Um, which I also I think with that term, like I don't think more people are woke now. I think it's just I think people have always there's always been a group of people at least at least some group that have been 
woke and to be woke is just to be aware um, of the social injustices and with like racial injustices to just be aware of that stuff. And that because that stuff has always existed, there has always been at least one group or at least a small group that is aware. So there's always been people that are woke, but now there's a term and now there's social media. And so now if you're not woke, it'll spread. And so you don't want to be the person that's not woke. So now you have to be woke. And so Maybe it's people just kind of protecting their image and thinking like, oh, well, it's not like I'm not woke, so I am woke, so this is how I'm going to defend this, and this is how this is why that joke isn't funny. Maybe also the joke is not funny. Like, to some people, like, if it's a joke, a joke, I heard this once, like, there's a little bit of truth in every just kidding. Mm-hmm. So the fact that with, like, certain jokes, when you joke about a certain group of people, um, there's, yeah, there's somebody who's going to be offended, and so someone's not going to find it funny. Someone is going to find it funny, but jokes are um, subjective, right. so... uh, And and uh, when you mentioned that, there's actually another from a few months ago that Mar did as well about the jokes, things like that. Yeah. And he gave the example of why sometimes we laugh at about a joke and somebody says, oh, well, uh, a French person surrendered or whatnot. Yeah. The joke implying because of the one time that they did surrender. Yeah. And he even said, like, it was only one time, but it was pretty important. (laughs) and, And they have to own it, he said. But still, but we laugh, but yeah. we know it's not serious. Like it's not, mm. you know, it's just there's a, like you said, there's a truth in the joke, but it's really not what every French person or it's right. not significance of France. Yeah. It, and I think t- people take jokes differently. Like I, I know I, from from like people that I know, people are the people that I know, I guess, are more likely to take a joke if it's their own people making the joke so whether it's a race joke or whether it's like a a sex joke like a like a gender joke or if it's like like people are more inclined to to find it funny when it's someone of that own group making the joke do you find that do you find Um, it a little bit more like if i think so like if someone like if someone makes a joke like okay i'm mexican if someone makes a joke about mexicans if they're not mexican i'm kind of like (laughs) like i'll I'll be i'll be a little hesitant because i'm like um um Sometimes um, it depends on like the situation and everything. So, so that's, ugh, I guess that can be made. I'm a woman also. So if someone makes a joke about women, if it's a woman, then, you know, maybe, and it all, again, it depends on the joke because sometimes I also just don't think certain things are funny. Not because like, not because I'm like so sensitive. I, I don't think that I just certain, I just don't think certain things are funny. Um, I don't know if that requires an apology every single time though. Um, for me personally, just because I, I don't think – like if it's not sincere, why make the apology? Um, so I, I think it just – it depends on the situation and the people, like both on the receiving end and the other end. And so I don't know. It's it's a, it's a tough topic yeah. I think. And, and, and like he said, we're always evolving. So even like growing up, like you find something funny when you're a kid and then you don't find it funny when you're an adult – and whether that's like a joke about someone or like an act, you know, like like whoopee cushions. <laughs> maybe they're funny when you're a kid. Maybe they're not funny when you're an adult. Um, but like as generations, I don't think it's I, I think it's I don't think it's bad that we're evolving. I think it's it's actually really good. And and even when we look back at something um, like years ago that we did and that we like take back or that we're, we're sorry for that we're just embarrassed about. Right. I guess it's just part of evolving like having done it and having it been like having it be in the past is just part of of life like it happened and had it never happened maybe we would have never evolved yeah um so like even like i'm thinking for example um last week or the week before starbucks announced that they're going to stop they're going to get rid of all their uh, plastic straws That's right. by 2020 i think yep so i mean 
and then I think I think I read somewhere that in like an airline somewhere a certain airline was also where they were going to follow. I don't know by when, but they were also going to they were going to take lead after Starbucks and do that. Think about twenty five years from now. They think think about straw, plastic straws being non existent because some you know we decided now that we were going to start getting rid of them because they were bad for the environment and they keep ending up in the landfills. And think about how, like, that could actually be something that we could actually look back and be like, remember when we actually used plastic straws? Like, those were so bad for the environment, you know? So even something like that is just kind of to think about, like, and it's something that, like, ask me two years ago, had I ever thought that we could live in a world without, and I don't need, like, I don't need a straw all the time, but they're just so, they're just, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And to some people, not to all, but to some people, it's not of significance, um, it's not a, a something gr- of great significance, right? But now looking back at it, now I guess we've been awakened. We've been, you know, now yeah. now we're woke. Now we realize, okay, they are significant because they cause, like you said, they end up in a lot of landfills and they're bad for the environment, yeah, etc. So things have changed. So to your point about evolving, yeah, we maybe we have evolved, and now we realized, okay, and then these companies are taking the lead and saying, okay, we're not going to have the straws, or does that mean plastic silverware is at some point going to happen as well? Is that going to go away or, yeah, you know, I don't know. like as, as somebody, as a, <laughs> I use a lot of plastic silverware, yeah. you know, I think we all do. But right. Yeah. It's, um, it's just so natural. Like you don't I mean, and I, I could probably probably be better about like the environment, but that's just not something I think about right away. Like, oh, let me let me not use a plastic uh, spoon. Like right. I can do without a straw in some situations, but I don't think about like the spoons. And so, yeah, maybe mm-hmm. like 25 years from now, we could look back and be like whoa <laughs> like, right. because that and like in 25 years from now that's that's it's like like i'm 27 now so that'd be like double my life later i would have gone like half my life living one way and then you know right. the other way and then even with the whole like miss america getting rid of like the swimsuit competition for example that's kind of something that like when it happened i was just kind of like oh yeah that's still a thing like how how is that still a thing in 2018 mm. that we're still judging you know we still have beauty pageants Oh, I guess that's going to be another tangent. I'm going to go off another tangent. But, uh, but like some the people want to call it a beauty. Well, but, yeah, I guess they call it a, a beauty beauty pageant. pageant. Uh, but yeah, but like obviously, lot. there's more to it with certain beauty pageants. They have right. talents. They have you know, they, there's yeah. a lot of stuff that goes into it's it. For I, you know, yes, and I mm. respect that. Yeah. But the fact that there's that there's a swimsuit portion, or that there was at least for yeah. Miss America, because I think Miss USA still might have it. I, I always get those two confused, by the way. Yeah, I think Miss USA was the Trump one. Oh, okay. Miss America's like the... Like just the independent one, like a different I one? I think so, yeah. I think that one's like <laughs> more for scholarships and stuff. I okay. don't know. Don't quote me on this. Okay. But I know Miss America was the Trump... I mean, Miss USA was the one, when you know, a few years ago with the whole Trump thing. And then, yeah. It, yeah. So I think, yeah. Um. So, yeah, but there's still... there Like, that's still a thing. And then, like, it, it was funny because in the Bill Maher skit, how he talked about, like, he's like, we used to judge women. Like, he was joking around about it, but he's like, we used to judge women. And he had, like, a picture, and the picture was, like, from the 60s or 70s. Yeah. And they were all, like, in their swimsuits. And he's like, hey, we used to do this. And then he's like, oh, wait. And then he shows a picture of now. They're actually wearing less yeah. now. Like, the swimsuits got smaller yep. now than, you know, years ago. So, in a way, like, that was, like, the opposite of evolving. Like, yeah. we just... I mean, and like now, obviously, they're getting rid of that portion. But, I mean, it's even within our culture, like, think of our cultura. There are certain things that you kind that kind of, like, make you cringe a little bit. For example, I'll tell you this. Um, when I was working at um, uh, Univision in Chicago, I used to monitor the, the TV stations, like, the, the newscasts. And so I had, like, a bunch of TVs just in front of me, and so you could see, like, every channel. And there was this one specific day that I remember, and every, like, every... Um, Every newscast was on and they were all in their weather segment 
And so, um, and I think it was, I was, I think at this point it was like national because it wasn't the local newscast that I was watching, but it was the national one. And so you had all the weather, like the meteorologists. And in that, in that particular moment, they were all women. And in the American stations, they were all wearing, you know, something that was, um, I think I know where you're going. Yeah. Like they're, they're all wearing, you know, they were wearing something nice. They're wearing a nice dress. And then when you get to the, and I won't say which of the, obviously there are only two, uh, major, stations that cater to the hispanic audience in yes. america but i won't say which one um one of them the the meteorologist was co- like she was dressed completely different than all the other ones like she she still looked very nice don't get me wrong but her outfit was i guess you could see where i'm going with this her her outfit was a lot more um <laughs> what's the appropriate word was it more of a slim fit it was kind of a, a much 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 more of a slim fit okay um, a little bit shorter like okay. like so even within that like that's something that like that's something that that maybe would evolve you'd hope that it would evolve within our own culture and that, this was just right. this this doesn't happen every day this is not all the time but i remember this specific moment so well because i told i remember i think i even took a picture at the point and i think i sent it to some friends and was like what are you what's uh which one of these is not like the others right. kind of thing and it and it was just apparent and so i mean and another thing within our culture that is very apparent and should be stopped soon like now um and should there should be an apology for it is if you think about it novelas Think of the novelas that we watch and the characters, and I mean, I should say the actors that portray certain characters. Mm-hmm. You always have the leads or like the protagonist or like the 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 wealthy. They're always they always look a certain way. Like they're always they're they're light skinned They're light skinned Latinos. Yep. And um, when you have like different characters who are of the lower class or are uh, like you, uh, Andean, I guess you should say, mm-hmm. um, they're portrayed by people who are darker skinned yep. within our culture. And so that's it's very apparent in, in all the novelas. You never really have a lead who who's black and latino right. that doesn't happen and and just recently it's just this year um univision finally got their first black anchor it was ilia calderon and it's 2018 and she's an amazing journalist but it took this long to to get there and so that's that's something that that also needs to be so i don't know if people are just not aware of it like people at the top are just not aware of how they're casting people or of how they're portraying um people in our culture um but they they should be aware. They should. They should make some changes. Yeah, because I I think of even I'm trying to think of one actor or actress in any kind of novela where it's from Mexico, Argentina, Colombia, on the sea that is of darker skinned. Yeah, like I'm trying to that, think like of a Afro, lead. like an Afro Latina or yeah, Latino. Like, yeah, no, I can't think none. of one right, I can't right now. That's that's uh, and maybe maybe it's the fact that nuestra cultura. Maybe we need to speak up a little bit more. Maybe they're just. Ignorant, they meaning the executives, the people right. in charge of that making the decision, just don't want to see it because they fear so much the idea of like, oh, well, people may not watch it. Well, maybe they will watch it. You just don't know it. You yeah, like it you've got to try, it, try it, it. We've got to start evolving. Yeah. And, and I don't know. And, and, it, and a lot of it does go back to some roots that are, are racist in, in nuestra cultura. I mean, let's, yeah. not, let's not deny it. I think back to even... Uh, like I think of my my parents are from Ecuador. Sometimes I'll be watching uh, Equavisa, and even till this day, like they'll show commercials for their novelas and for their comedies. I see a lot more of their comedies. So their comedies have a lot more people that are either lighter skinned or are from the bigger city, uh, uh, which is Guayaquil. So and they, you know, they're they're kind of kind of I guess my colored skin, if you will, yeah. um, or a little bit lighter skinned, but. 
when they have people in those comedies that are of darker skinned or from, or of the, the Andean region of Ecuador, they're always either the maid, they're always either some yeah. comedic relief, yeah. they're either the goofy character, like, oh, here comes so-and-so, and, you know, she doesn't, she talks a little funny, but she says funny things. I don't know. To me, that's kind of like, that's kind of a stereotype, and that's kind yeah. of, that's that's not necessarily funny. That's just following the old standard of, you know, and, and we ha we still have it here to this day. Yeah, even and, with all the Televisa and then yeah. you have Univision and Telemundo, like mm -hmm. they all, like all the characters always, they always fall in, like they always fall to certain actors mm -hmm. and certain actors' appearances. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that we will cringe in 25 years going back I mean, to I'm what kind of. Now. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, but I think even more so because it barely took 2018, like you said, to get an, you know, an, uh, somebody of Afro, yeah, Latina yeah. of descent to be on national TV. When are we going to get the male version of that? And when are we going right. to keep going? And, and, and we still have so much more to go, but it feels like it should have been done, whatever, so many years ago. And it's just sad that we're, we're sitting now and it's like, okay, at least, you know, change is better than no change, right? But there's still, we still have every right to be somewhat disappointed in the sense of, oh, wow, there's still a lot more to go. And, and maybe it's going to take a generation for it to completely change because that happens at times. Yeah. You're right. But, got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's got to start from us and, and sooner rather than later. Even within our own, like, different groups that we belong to, right? there's still things that could be. Oh, yeah, and I think we evolved. haven't evolved. And if we're going to go, like, Nuestra Cultura, there are a lot of jokes that yeah. we haven't evolved. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of, if, for those who know Nuestra Cultura, there's a lot of, muchas bromas pesadas oh, that's yeah. still, by some people, seen as acceptable, whereas for me, maybe just because growing up, obviously I'm, I was born here in this country, and, and I, you know, I speak more English than I do Spanish, so my more culture is more American than it is. It, it, I, I find that, like, that's not funny. Like, making those bromas pesadas sometimes is just not funny yeah. at all. Like, I, I don't know, but then again, it's not my culture in the sense of I wasn't born in insert country here. So I don't get it. Maybe that's just acceptable. And I know I was told before, uh, because one time I did get upset about a broma mm -hmm. um, because it was directed at me. Uh, but see, then I countered back with my own. Mm -hmm. But then I was seen as the bad guy. Oh. Then I was like, and yeah, and then like I had a family member like say, "Hey, that was kind of rough." And I'm like, "Really? <laughs> like, oh, really? Me? Like you brought like, it out what? of me because I used logic and I just hit back at the person with a little bit of truth." Yeah. Like that's. I'm not saying this is acceptable, right. but in the moment I was very upset. Yeah. You know, it was a reaction. Yeah, and, and and but then I was like, I don't get it. Like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like I'm like, okay. Yeah. Go do your guys' thing, whatever. I'm going to continue and using my logic, and you guys just keep saying boerias, in my opinion. That was so maybe, like some, maybe it was something like that. The evolution, like the evolving, would start with you. Like if you were aware that some of those um, jokes, son pesados, mm -hmm. um, maybe you don't tell as many or you don't tell any at all. And then like the generation after you, your kids, they don't see you doing it, so maybe they don't do it. And thus is the... You know, right. And so maybe they'll look back and, and look at like generations before you and think, wow, you guys were saying stuff like that or you right. guys were doing stuff like that. Um, but it kind of had to there, like, I guess there's always a starting point. Yeah. So maybe is. you're the starting point. Yeah. No. And, and I and I think I'm glad to see like the starting point now. I'm, I'm glad that I, I, I guess when it comes to like the Me Too movement, I'm glad that it has influenced even with, like you said, the beauty pageants. And OK, we need to get yeah. rid of that. It's unfortunate that it had to take until 2000 whenever 17 18 whatever we yeah. want to say that or even 16 whatever the i guess 17 for me yeah. to uh to to continue on 
that that's what kind of lead to it. Like really now after so many years after there've been people many times years, even in the, like I can remember even in the two thousands that were saying, why are we having this segment of this competition? Like it's yeah. not, what's the point of it? Is right. it just to get ratings of it? Uh, Etc. Whatever. Yeah. But then at some point, it's still like it's still an it was still a norm. Yeah. Like it was something it was still that, acceptable, right? And it was still it was it was something that we all tolerated. It's that groupthink that Bill Maher said. Yeah. That we that we sometimes get into the groupthink and we're just it makes sense. Yeah, we just follow along, I guess, or we just kind of look the other way, you know. And it's unfortunate, you know. It really is because even now, even though kind of what he was saying, we we think well, a lot of us think that we're woke, but there's still something going on that we maybe. Yeah. We don't even know it's necessarily it could be wrong, like like the whole straw thing or something like that. Maybe there's something going on right now that's maybe we're using something in our, I don't know, <laughs> in our foods, some sort of spice. That, or in our uh, language. Yeah. some in our actions. Yeah. And it, it's and that's why it is okay to like, it's okay to just say, hey, you know what? Back then, whatever, in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, whatever, even looking back 25 years from now. These were mistakes. You know, looking back, these were mistakes. In the moment, we didn't know it was a mistake. But you know what? We're getting better. And I think that was one of the things he had mentioned as well. All right. Well, that's our episode for today. Shoel, thank you for the lovely chat, as always. No, no, thank you as well. And thank you, the listener, for listening, obviously. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And please don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to download and subscribe KSL Cafecito on Apple Podcasts, KSL News Radio, Stitcher. And don't forget to follow us on social media if you're not already. And if you are, well, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, on Twitter, I'm at Evie Cruz. And I'm at Shual Cardenas. And we are at KSL Cafecito. See ya. Ciao.